Today's episode is brought to you by Tua T Fitness and the Sounds in Cinema podcast. The How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> No, really, we want you to listen, but we also want you to go fuck yourself as well. I I get you every time with that one. <laughs> just, yeah, I just enjoy it. Like, if somebody told me to go fuck myself the way you did, I'd laugh. Even if they were serious, I'd fucking laugh. That's my special gift. Yeah. All right. I'm stopping. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. God help me. This is the Trespass Edition. (laughs) My name is Chance. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. The giggle you heard is from our movie novice, your friend and mine, Lady Chu from Tua T Fitness. Hi, Chu. Hi, Chance. (laughs) How many times have we done this? (laughs) Ooh. This is our this is this is our second recording of this movie. God damn it. I'd almost pick any movie other than this one. <laughs> it's partly my fault. I'll take I'm not going to take I don't 100- think it, I I was so ready to blame you. I was ready. I was like, "What the fuck did she do?" Listeners, here's what happened. I'm piecing together our original recording for Trespass. And here's how Chu sounds. She sounds like fucking Max Hedrum. And she doesn't even know who Max Hedrum is, no. but that's who she was. Turns out this is a, you found out it's a. <laughs> you sound like a stuttering asshole. It really didn't happen though in real life. Because, and I'll say this, I mean, all, all generosity given to anybody who suffers from stuttering but you sound like you're doing it on purpose like a total dick <laughs> yeah and that wasn't that was the my case. issue <laughs> yeah so it just sounds like she's repeating and and stuttering and i said what the hell happened is there something can you hit a button and and fix it <laughs> we don't know what we're doing but you found out some information what'd you find out uh, that sometimes it just happens and nobody seems to have an idea of what the fuck it is. And you just have so to. So now l- we got to talk about Trespass again. Yeah. Of all the movies to have to redo, this was not at the top of our list. Oh, fuck no. All right. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. Trespass Chew is yet again a 2011 film. This one's directed by Joel Schumacher, who you don't know. Correct. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fact. I didn't think I was going too far out on the limb <laughs> for that one. All right, Chu, we're going to talk movies. Here are some Joel Schumacher-directed movies. You should know all of these movies. Oh, God damn it. I'm going to say you know... Three, maybe four. Okay. I'll start with the one I'm sure you don't know. DC Cab. Correct. I do not. Great fucking movie. Like teachable moment worthy or just like, no, it's a great movie. Hell no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Might actually be a how dare you movie. Oh. But any movie that is an early star vehicle for Mr. T... I'm on board mm. for it, Chew. I see what's happening here. Got it. That's right. How about St. Elmo's Fire? St. Elmo's Fire. Heard of it. Haven't seen it. I couldn't even tell you who's in it. Is that of an 80s not. movie? Absolutely. Okay. It's a Brat Pack movie. Okay. The Rob Lowe's, the Demi Moores, so on and so forth. Got it. All right. How about Dying Young? Mm. No, I haven't seen that. But of course not. That is what's going to happen to me if we don't finish this episode real fucking fast. <laughs> Here's the question for you: 
Would you say that's what's going to happen for me, too? Oh, no chance. I'm dying old? Yeah. You're already you old. yourself. <laughs> Jolly. That, that ship has sailed, my friend. You're dying young and I'm dying old? Yeah, you get to live a long, long, long life. Because <laughs> you're ancient. <laughs> Below the belt. <laughs> Dick. Uh, All right, you don't know. How about falling down? You don't know falling down. No, but you're you need to prepare for that. We're <laughs> so, so clear. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. Just so you know, falling down is about a man who's had enough. Michael Douglas starts going on a little crime spree, and he's fucking people up, Chew. So mind your p's and q's. You know, when you do inevitably fall and can't get back up, can you call me? I'm not going to come get you, not but I would like I'd like you to just... call me. <laughs> <laughs> this rebroadcast has taken an ugly turn. I don't want to record this anymore. All right, we're almost done. Have you heard about flatliners? Um, is that kind of like a thriller horror movie? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. They did a Had remake. Had a remake with Ellen Page. Yeah. Well, not Ellen Page. Elliot. Elliot Page. Now Elliot Page. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ellen Page at the time, right. I suppose. All right, Chu. Here are the ones I think you might know. How about The Lost Boys? I am familiar enough with this movie, but not enough to say that I've watched it. Oh, chew. That can be on our list. I'm I have sure. a joke from this movie that I say whenever I see an actor from this movie. And Ooh. it always kills. <laughs> okay, don't tell me because we can watch that movie together. I, I and I'll can't have tell to guess. you because otherwise it'll ruin the movie. Okay. Ooh, that'll be fun. And then we'll report back to the people. Okay. Sounds good. All right. What about we got a couple of John Grisham novels that he did, A Time to Kill? Eh, I don't know. Maybe. McConaughey? No. McConaughey's first big role. No. You're, well, you, oh, man, <laughs> what a useless young lady you are. <laughs> You are truly a movie novice. So there's no way you know the client. No. Tommy Lee Jones, Susan Sarandon. No. All right. Well, I should put you in a timeout. <laughs> How about the two Batman movies? Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Oh, God. So bad. They're yes, so but you know fucking them. horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, actually, okay. Now, see, now at this point, I'm understanding. I'm seeing some correlation because Trespass was horrible. And those Trespass. Batman movies were horrible. You want to know something? Sure. Trespass. I don't know if there is a direct correlation, but Trespass is the last movie that Joel Schumacher directed. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. I know. I don't know if... Well, let's let's talk about it. This movie had a budget, Chew, of $35 million. Do you have any idea what, say, its opening weekend was? Uh, no. I know that I've looked, but I don't remember. How many millions of dollars do you think it was? <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm gonna say it didn't reach up into the millions. There's no fucking way. There's no it way. It didn't. It. This movie had an opening weekend of sixteen thousand eight hundred sixteen dollars, and it made a total of twenty four thousand ninety four dollars in the USA. It did, however, make ten point one cumulatively in the world. 
I mean, that speaks for itself. This is yeah. yeah. Is this the? But this is all the way back in 2011, and we just lost Joel Schumacher in 2020. I I don't know if it was COVID related though. But it was like summer of 2020. Oh. Well, I'm sorry that this was his last movie. I'm yeah, it sure makes me sense. He directed better. some other stuff. He directed like a few House of Card episodes and some stuff, like some television. But feature film, Trespass. That's what he went out on. Not a high. By note. the way, this movie, 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. How it got to double digits, I need explained to me. It's too much. I don't understand. 11 is too much. It doesn't make sense. No. Is this like the, is this at the top of the list of movies that we've watched of how little money it earned? God, that was the most ass backward thing. (laughs) (laughs) What's it say that I understood exactly what you meant? Okay. Uh, that's a good question. I feel like we've had maybe one other movie that only made tens of thousands of dollars in the USA, but I don't remember what it was. Probably not worth. But I could be wrong. That seems like a that seems like a high bar, low bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. What do you do? Would you like to explain the plot to us? Uh, or yeah. would you like to talk about How Dare You Awards first? Or do you want to talk grievances? Let's talk about How Dare You's. All right. This will give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. I shouldn't have even given you an opportunity <laughs> to think about it. Damn Just it. wait till the last possible minute. Oh, shit. I blew it. All right. Well... As you can imagine, the 2011 How Dare You Awards, this movie was very much not nominated for Biggest Disappointment. I can tell you that much. You want to take a guess? What do you think? A forgettable performance by an Oscar-winning actor or actress. Has to well, be. I think that goes without saying, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I feel he, like the pl- and I'll say this, though. So... We've talked about this on the other podcasts, but Nicolas Cage nominated three times for the three movies he did in 2011, all of which are on this cycle of movies we've watched. Drive Angry, Season of the Witch, Trespass. He did win for one of those. Which one do you think it was? Uh, Had to be Season of the Witch or this. Oh, maybe Drive Angry. I really enjoy Drive Angry. I know. I don't think enough people saw Drive Angry to realize the magic he was bringing in that film. <laughs> it really was magic. I can't even be mad at it. Because the the movie that's the most forgettable is for sure Trespass. Absolutely. Forgettable in every way. Now, the only other uh, uh, nomination for this movie, 2011, movie that took itself way, way too seriously... And that, it didn't win, lost to Cowboys and Aliens, but I think it absolutely, oh no, wait, I'm wrong. There is one more nomination. Of course there's one more nomination. It should have won this nomination. Well, it it was nominated for a movie you least wanted to see. But it lost out to Bucky Larson, born to be a star. Who the fuck is Bucky? What is that even? Bucky Larson is a rather famous shitty movie from the same year. Now, man, I I would have to look it up cuz I well, the the actor is Nick Swartzen. He's a comedian. Oh, yeah. He himself is funny. I've seen him in other things and I've seen I, I I just think he was funny. I haven't even seen Bucky Larson, but I want to look up. Probably no need. Okay, Bucky Larson. Budget, $10 million. <clears throat> Opening weekend, $1.4 Even Bucky Larson 
got into the millions, Chew, because in the USA, this is funny, USA, $2,529,395. Cumulatively in the world, $2,530,394. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it didn't do a lot overseas. Shocker. So these two movies battled each other. Clearly, since Bucky Larson got $2 million in the USA, clearly what the, what people really didn't want to see was Trespass. But that's not what the people voted for. What can I say? Yikes. There you have it. All right. All right. Let's talk grievances. How many grievances did you have? A conservative 26. See, okay, I have less than that. I had 19 grievances. Do you know why that is? you want to know why? Because nothing fucking happens. This movie is so fucking boring. It's a snooze fest. Oh, yeah. There's like 40 minutes of them just trying to get into that safe. By the way, nothing in the safe. Waste of fucking time. Yeah, spoiler alert. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have any positive points? Surprisingly, six. See, it's weird because my my grievances and positive points, that ratio doesn't isn't doesn't represent how I actually feel. Because this movie is so Weird in a sense. Yeah, like, I should have seventy-three grievances. Yeah. But I feel really good about my number of positive points. How many? One. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It's because it was so ridiculous. There is this moment. It's more than halfway. It's towards the end. And Nicholas Cage has the following line. Your filthy lust invited them in. (laughs) That's right. Your filthy lust invited them in. Uh. Is a line in this movie, a line of dialogue that a professional actor was forced to say. That's fucking funny. You know what's even better? That it's been a while since we originally recorded this that I don't remember. So it's like we're recording it again for the first time. Absolutely. Because yeah. I, I don't have a fucking clue what we said. Oh, no. Not at all. <laughs> I just... But I'm positive that I said that line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's fucking funny. Actually, one of my biggest positive points was a line of dialogue as well. Oh. And it was when one of the bad guys who's like in love with Nicole Kidman, who you think right. for quite a while they're having an affair... And the security company calls and is like, hey, I need to talk to one of the owners. I need to talk to Nicole or or Nick Cage, one of the two. And he's like, "Uh, we're going to have to call you back. And then hangs up. Oh, right. Super frantic. Didn't know. "Uh, I'm just going to have to call you back. What? Let me tell you how many police cars would show up after that happened. All of them. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, fuck. When the security force or the, you know, the security guards call your home and somebody frantically says, I got to call you back. All the police are showing up. At least I hope so. (laughs) Immediately. Right then. (laughs) As you say often, Chew, that's a hole. (laughs) That is a big hole. (laughs) (laughs) It's a gaping asshole. Chew. Okay. You've procrastinated enough. It's time for the plot. P.S. I was listening to an episode, This Means War. You never summed up the plot for us in This Means War. No. I swear. Wow. Why don't you do that one, too? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, start with, I'll start with Trespass first. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's get that one. Since out that's of the a way. fucking movie we're doing. Um 
what does happen in this movie? What doesn't happen in this movie? Everything. Everything doesn't happen in this movie. Anyway, okay, digress. Yeah, seriously. A family are, who's quite wealthy experiences a home invasion, and the burglars are convinced that Nick Cage, the father and husband, has diamonds and or cash in a safe. Right. And that's what they want. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Obviously. And that's what they want. And they start to negotiate terms in the worst possible way. And then everything goes to hell in a handbasket. And wait for it. Bad things happen. (laughs) Bad things. Or bad stuff happens. Come on. Bad stuff. Bad stuff. I'm off today. Bad stuff happens throughout. This whole movie could just be called Bad Stuff. Bad Stuff. And I mean, like, bad in every sense of the word. Like, bad things that shouldn't happen and things that just are dumb. Dumb as in bad as in dumb. D-U-M. D-U-M dumb. D-U-M dumb. I should I trademark things. that. D-U-M. <laughs> it's your... It's your... It's my it's thing. Your deal. <laughs> yeah, it's your thing. Uh, and how about this means war? <laughs> oh, <laughs> this means war. If anybody was curious and couldn't figure out the plot after watching, after listening to the episode, um, we're like probably eight episodes later. By the way, when the, this will be like yeah. eight episodes after that. It's like the narrator from SpongeBob SquarePants. Eight yeah. episodes later. Um, <laughs> Uh, two best friends who are spies, special agents, end up dating unknowingly, hard to believe, uh, the same girl. And then once they do find out that they're dating the same girl, they start to fight over her and uh, and, and win her over. And or they're not. not very good at their job. I'll say. They're not very good. The amount of misappropriated funds in that movie is alarming. Yeah, no one's keep. There's no checks and balances with them. <laughs> it's not somebody's. The L.A. branch of the CIA. Yeah, the little-known L.A. branch of the CIA. <laughs> yeah. Um, with fucking Jenkins. Yeah, they need someone needs to go. Someone from corporate needs to come down and clean that shit up. All right, let's let's take a break. Okay. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll continue talking, sadly, about Trespass. Yay. Deal? Okay. All right. <laughs> There's more to come, Chew. Sorry. Suck it up! Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out 2 a T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. 2 a T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, Lady Chu and I are here again discussing the 2011 <laughs> film directed by Joel Schumacher. Uh, trespass. <laughs> That's such a... You want some fun facts yeah. about this movie, Chew? Nicholas Trade Nicholas Trade <laughs> Nicholas Cage tried to quit this movie. Oh. During the middle of filming it. He wanted he apparently he showed up one day and desperately wanted to no longer play the role he had and be the kidnapper. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
had everybody went ape shit and everybody went home and then he showed up the next day and commenced filming his the role he was supposed to have. Ugh. That that idea is fucking bananas. But my I my I I have a feeling that maybe he snorted some dinosaur bones, some ground dinosaur bones <laughs> that he had purchased. <laughs> he just wasn't himself that day. But honestly, yeah. considering how boring this movie is, I can't right? say that his that his idea was bad because he literally at some point in his mind he's like, "We've gotten halfway through this movie." And it's so fucking boring. <laughs> so let's spice it up. You know what would make this movie interesting? If without explanation, he just switched roles with Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, my God. Totally. And there's, yeah, no explanation. And the audience is just like, wait, just the what the fuck Mendelsohn's happened? the husband. would <laughs> be great. They're in different clothes. Everyone's acting like nothing weird happened. That would be great. This would immediately be one of my favorite movies. <laughs> totally. <laughs> this movie holds a record, by the way. Before this movie, the fastest movie to go to DVD was Justin to Kelly, Oof. which achieved it in 29 days. This movie completed this feat in 18 days. Released in theaters 18 days later on DVD. I think that that's fair. I think it deserved <laughs> every bit of that punishment. But when I was a kid, I mean, there was a real wait, Chew. Oh, totally. A movie came out, and an, a year and a half later, you'd have to wait for VHS. Yeah, it was literally a whole year. Because we would make it a blockbuster night, Chew. Yeah. I could walk around a Blockbuster for hours. Those were the days. How f Ugh. That was fun. Good times. Yeah. These kids, they don't know what they're missing. No. Wasting away their life in a Blockbuster, deciding what movie from 1982 they should fucking rent. <laughs> All right. Uh. That's pretty much the end of my... Oh, real fast, speaking of yeah. video stores. Go. My number one most rented movie is Backdraft. Uh, Back fucking draft. Loved Backdraft. I think I watched that movie about 119 times. Did you like all the boys in it? Ah, uh, Kurt Russell. Or just Kurt. No, yeah. I liked everybody. <laughs> Kurt Russell's such a <laughs> badass. Love him. Uh, anyway, but yeah, that I had to have. I definitely. Speaking of plenty of actors with talent, this movie has them. Yes. Nicolas Cage is in this movie. Nicole Kidman is in this movie. Ben Mendelsohn is in this movie. Do you remember Ben, by the way? Do you remember what movie we did that he's in? No. I know him. Ooh. Hold on. I got... Do you guys fucking mind? Go lay down. Go take a nap. I've had it. Go take a nap. Go lay down. I... She was giving the business to the puppies. I know that you don't understand what's going on, but please lay down. Thank you. Love you. <clears throat> And we're back. That's great. We're keeping all of it. I figured. I didn't. I don't know if I swore, but I had my teacher voice on. You did. I understand that you don't know it... what's going on. <laughs> I get that you are animals. <laughs> it reminded me of an old George Carlin bit when he's like, "You ever go to work and you're still pissed at your goddamn pet?" <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, the dog, goddammit! <laughs> uh, okay. <sighs> All right. 
Moving on. <laughs> okay. What the fuck were we talking about? Uh, ben Mendelsohn. All right, Chew. Ben Mendelsohn was in. He's one of the brothers in Vertical Limit. I wouldn't have gotten that. Of course you wouldn't have gotten that. Vertical Limit? <laughs> I... Was he the one that fell that fell off the cliff and blew up or the other one? Did they both die? Yeah, they both die. I think he's the uh I think he's the one that blows up. Oh. Sorry, Ben. It's hard to keep it straight, Chew. <laughs> it really? It's a lot of shit in that movie. <laughs> uh but yeah, there is. Anyway, there's a lot of talent in this movie. Yeah. That's not utilized properly. Dash is in this movie. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. Mihawk. I don't know who that is. He's. He's from Ray Donovan. Plays Ray Donovan's brother. You know, I never watched that show. That's a good fucking show, Chew. We'll just add that to the list of my grievances against you. <laughs> the list grows every day. I'll say. All right. As you explained already, these fucking thieves are coming into this house to get them some diamonds and some cash. Chew. These are the worst thieves in the history of the world. And you know what's even worse? Is that they have the nerve to say that they're prepared and they've done their research, and they know a lot about him. The right. fuck you do? What are you talking? No. Nobody was prepared about anything. You've done no research. You know nothing. You don't know what you're doing. Ugh. I think that was the most infuriating thing for me, was that they're so deluded, and you can see it in the way that they negotiate. Well, that's one of my biggest complaints. That's a huge grievance for me. Who is it? I think it's Nicolas Cage who says, these guys come in. His daughter at this point had escaped because she is... A rebellious teen. Sneaking out to a party, yeah. right? I'm not even sure if they know it at this point. No, they must know it because they probably went up to try and find the girl and she's gone, right? At some point during the negotiating, everybody finds out that she's not there. Right. Yeah. So she's at a party with asshole McGee. Ugh. Also a positive point real fast. She's at the party like with <laughs> the super rich kid and he leads her into his parents' walk-in closet, opens up the safe, which, why, why are you doing that, first of all? Showing off. Showing off. He's showing off his cash. Jim. And he's got a shit ton of cash and some drugs. And he's like... Uh, I don't know, he's just trying to come on to her, and it's super gross and weird. And she, yeah. good girl, walks away, and he's like, where are you going? She's like, ugh, somewhere I can throw up. And he's like, well, I have a bathroom. Right. <laughs> Which I'm not upset about. He's so oblivious. I didn't hate it. But yeah, that's where she's at. So, Yeah. That guy is that guy's a real piece of work. Yeah, he's a shitbag. <laughs> Just a bag uh, of shit. Meanwhile, at home, Nicolas Cage and Nicole Kidman are basically taken hostage. So we got Nicolas Cage and we got Nicole Kidman basically kidnapped at home. I mean, people are pointing shotguns and shit into his face. Yeah. And says, open your safe or I'm going to murder you and your wife. And he says, this is a negotiation. What? Yeah. He is willing to He's risk. the dumbest, worst husband ever. The worst. You're going to risk your wife's life for what we think at this point is a shit ton of cash in the safe. What right. a dick. P.S. I mean, story-wise, all this goes on. How long does this go on for, Chew? A very long time. 50 minutes? 45, 50 minutes? Seems like a long time. 
I don't think it, I I I I think you're. I I don't want to be here the person defending fucking trespass, but I don't think it's quite that long. But it's a solid half hour. Okay. I would. I'll, say. I'll concede to that. At yeah. least. It's a half hour of trying to get the safe open, and he keeps saying he can't do it. There's like this whole thing where he says they're laser printed. I'm the guy that knows how to get past that. I can, like, basically he's acting as their fence. The thieves who want to steal his diamonds for, he would like to now fence them for them. Right? Yeah, because if they steal the diamonds and then sell them, someone will find out that they stole the diamonds and nobody wants to buy because they're laser printed. stolen diamonds. I don't even know if that's a thing. Um, and then... Which, by the way, yeah. the, the the very well-prepared robbers didn't have a clue about. No. And Ben yeah. Mendon's, Mendel, Mendelsohn's, Mendelsohn. uh character, he's like, no, 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 no. I, uh, I want to hear this. I want to hear this out. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Excuse he's, you? He's telling, like, telling his brother to shut up. He's like, wait a second. Quiet. <laughs> this is interesting. I would like to hear this. I, this is, this is, tell me more, sir. <laughs> like, what is happening? I, I had no idea. I had no idea should be, they should have t-shirts, the robbers. <laughs> exactly. I have no it idea what I'm doing here. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I came unprepared. And at some point during the negotiating, there is some serious sexual tension between Nicole Kidman's character and the two brothers separately. Right. Very strange. I came up with a band name, Security Cam Love. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, and another band name, Serve Me. Oh, so weird. Do you remember that? Yeah. Serve Me? Serve Me. It's like it turned Mendelssohn's character on to have Nicole Kidman... What? Bring him champagne or something? A glass of wine remember. or something? It was something to yeah, drink. Yeah, wine. Serve me. Serve and me. And he was getting like real weird and sexual in the kitchen. And I was like, these two actors are better than this. Who's making them do this? <laughs> what I don't want you guys Chew to do this to each out? other. <laughs> what if you and Chu are making out? And then he, he just, in the throes of passion, pushes you away and says, serve me. Serve me. Serve me. I might try and choke him out a little bit. <laughs> what the fuck you say to me <laughs> I just kind of imagine your mouth agape and saying what the fuck are you talking about ew <laughs> be a person pipes I am gonna cut a bitch <laughs> alright it's back off back on Christ He should just like. I am just trying to survive getting through trespass a second time. Uh, why do our neighbors hate us? Ugh. Fuck. This is why. I probably should keep this. <laughs> totally. There's some good <laughs> shit in our breaks, actually. I know. All right, we'll start keeping it. I'll put blurbs at the end and shit. Yeah. It's a fair warning. <laughs> okay. To all the listeners out there. All right. I mean, I like, I think this might apply. Well, I, I have a, a grievance here. I think this applies actually to Nicolas Cage and not the, not the thieves. I just wrote down pipes <laughs> off. I just wrote down high tech, but stupid. Oh, yeah. What, like, in reference to, like, all the technology and the and stuff? And I them. think it, in reference to the safe. Yeah. Because then they started threatening cutting off his hand. Right? Which, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready Any, for it. Anything. Just let anything happen. Can something happen? Please. In this movie. 
I have another note here that says Nicolas Cage looks like he's stung by bees. And this isn't Wicker Man. <laughs> His face was swollen in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. He was a little a little thicker. What makes your face swollen? Does cocaine make your face swollen? Maybe prescription drugs, depending. Alcohol. Alcohol. We're throwing out a lot of accusations. Really, this is not backed yeah. up by science or <laughs> Nick facts. Cage, these are not judgments, and I understand that I know nothing about your life. So It was a little judgmental on my part, I think. <laughs> he just looks very – looks. I, I did say he looks like he's stung by bees. <laughs> That's true. Almost inhuman, but – all right, moving he on. He looked like some guy who was trying to play himself. He looked like a Nick Cage impersonator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Looked like a Nicolas Cage impersonator. Yeah. Yes, that's an excellent point. Thank you. I don't get to say that often. This is a rare moment. <laughs> Good thing we recorded this twice. Ugh. Right. All right, what what, uh, what the fuck were we talking about? So we were talking about this moment where, oh, so basically what we were talking about after many sidetracks, was this idea of a full half hour of this movie being devoted to trying to get the safe open just to have the safe be empty. Oh, yeah. That was shitty for the burglars and for me as a viewer. Because <laughs> right, I was exactly. like, ah, shit. Because I wanted them to just open the safe and have the diamonds be in there and then have them go on their way and have the movie be over. Roll credits. Yeah, I would have been okay with that. Whale fire credits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have I told you about that? I think so, but I can't remember. I wonder if we talked about that on this episode. Maybe. That would be amazing because we're recording it a second yeah. time. I legitimately oh, can't remember. Anyway, I always wanted a movie to end with a whale jumping out from the bottom of the screen, followed by flames. Roll credits. <laughs> My friend and I always wanted to put it at the end of a movie that we called Super Big American Movie Cowboy Go. <laughs> oh, my God, that title. <laughs> the go at the end is really the icing on the cake. That's what makes it work, right? <laughs> yeah. Super Big American Movie Cowboy Go. <laughs> <laughs> You have a quality film there. That's all I'm saying. I would watch it. I wonder if we did this twice. I wonder if it's on another podcast and this one now. <laughs> we can't remember. No. Nope. Uh, that's funny. Sorry, everybody, if we're repeating. Yeah. Um. So the problem with the safe being empty is we have to have you know that immediately we're going to have another half hour of the repercussions of the safe being empty. And it's just going to be talking about, okay, well, where are the diamonds? Where is the cash? Yeah. Which he keeps saying he's just not going to tell them. Doesn't he not tell them for a while before he tells them that I'm really poor? Yeah. He really, yeah. he really waits. He really, really tries to wait. And then his daughter comes back. The daughter yes. ends up coming back. And then they start threatening her. Gets caught immediately. Yeah. <laughs> right. Saw that one coming. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he, yeah, they find out. He's like, I actually, I don't have anything. Everything's tied up in the house, basically. And then he has to apologize. He's, like, looking his wife in the eyes like, sorry. <laughs> and at some point. Around this time, we find out or think that Nicole Kidman has been having an affair with right. Ben Mendelssohn's brother, who right. they keeps they keep mentioning his medication. You're like, is he kind of, is he kind of, yeah, but wackadoo? It's, it's, I don't know. It's, they make it seem like he has to take murder pills. <laughs> murder pills. I got to take my murder pill or I'll murder somebody. Yeah, because. Like he'll just go crazy and kill somebody. Yeah, because Ben's like, have you, are you off your meds? Have you been taking your meds? 
I don't want you to murder and me. And then he tried his brother's medication to make sure that it was real and then spit them out. And he's like, they're fucking Tic Tacs. That's right. That's all come back to me. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I thought that had to have been a joke. They looked like Tic Tacs. Yeah, but how could you, how could the, was the brother knowingly tank? Taking Tic Tacs? No, I don't think he wanted to be on his meds. So he filled them with Tic Tacs, and he was probably thinking, okay, well, if people see me okay, quickly good. ingest them. Because I thought, how could you be, how could you take a pill that. <laughs> He's even crazier than we all thought. <laughs> and yeah, like, come on, you know what a Tic Tac is, you dumb asshole. All right, I'm done. I want to take another break. I need a break from this movie. Okay. Let's take another break and come back. Fucking break. <laughs> If you like podcasts like I do, boy, do I have a treat for you. You need to stay on target and check out the Sounds and Cinema podcast. Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator, Tony Parham, and co-host, musical performer and sound lover, Derek Hansen, D-Rock if you're nasty, and I am, discuss all things sound related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound. But as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to... Stay on target. Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice trying to get that man to... Stay on target. That's the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you. And we're mercifully back, ready to end this fucking podcast about trespass. Chew and I, I mean. We're talking the 2011 trespass, Chew. We're almost done. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) This is not an easy movie to talk about a second time. It's not. I'm glad we did wait several weeks, though, because having to do it back to back, I think, would have been more painful, at least for me. Yeah, it's hard to say. So let's talk about the end of this movie. We were we were kind of smack dab in the middle of, of nothing. fucking nonsense because there's, like, there's another half hour of, you tell me where it is. Well, I don't have any. You tell me where it is. No, I'm serious. I don't have it. <laughs> it's all very stupid. Followed by Serve Me. Now they're threatening the daughter. But then you have, like, I have notes in here, Chu, that says, Terrible Reveal. Followed by the very next note, Another Terrible Reveal. Yeah, I remember what I'm talking about. So what's going on between the Mendelssohn brothers? Oh, um, so the whole... Sorry, that's the actor, not the character. Right. Still. (laughs) Well, they can be the Mendelssohn brothers. There's no rules. They didn't care about any rules in this movie, so... um, Clearly. We don't have to care about them We're in the clear, you and me, for sure. Um, The whole reason that they need the money or the said diamonds is because Ben Mendelssohn got set up from a drug dealer... Uh, got a bunch of money. Was like, hey, or no, heroin. Sell yeah, I think he got heroin. Sell this heroin, and then he gets set up by his brother. It's supposed to be like eighty thousand dollars, if memory serves, worth of heroin. I thought it was more. Does that sound right? One hundred eighty, two hundred fifty thousand. I don't know. Um, it was a lot of heroin. His brother sets him up to get mugged. With, but with. Todd, like with Dash, with that guy. You yeah, know, the with the guy who's tie. supposed to like keep yeah. everybody together. Um, the one guy who looks like a real criminal. Yeah. <laughs> or acts like a real criminal. Yeah. So really, Ben Mendelssohn. What is wrong with me? God, <laughs> I really like him. So I feel bad that I keep fucking up his name. I keep wanting to say Mendenhall. That is not his name. Uh, that sounds like a band. It's one of my old friend's last name, Mendenhall. It's a good one. Really? Yeah. Um, 
anyway, so Ben kind of gets double fucked because he has to basically right. come up with double, double the money, essentially. Is that what he has to do? Double the money? I don't know. This All I know stupid. is it's stupid. Like who, <laughs> yeah. who gives a guy some drugs just to steal back the drugs to tell him you owe me the money equivalent of the drugs? That's this it. Is... He doesn't have to pay double. The drug dealer gets to keep his drugs and get an extra however much it is on top. Right. Yeah. This is a stupid crime. So stupid. Damn. I mean, you know, I guess, like, you never trust a thief, I suppose, but, I it's mean, your brother just... so, like, fucked up? Yeah. But yeah. also, did you see that coming a mile away when they started showing the flashback of all of this going down? When they, when the, when the theft, when they show the theft happening out loud, I was saying, brother, 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 set up by the brother. Like, I knew it. Yeah, I think it was obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Dumb. D-U-M. Oh, it makes me very angry. I just don't... (laughs) We do find out that Nicole Kidman wasn't having an affair with the guy. Not even close. He was coming on to her. Security cam love, it turns out, was a decoy. Yeah. But again, He's delusional. Reveal. Yeah, totally. I was just like, terrible reveal. Oh, also, I remember us talking about... This story the... would be more interesting if they were having sex. Yes. But they just wanted to make him like this crazy guy. Yeah. Like that was their MO, I feel like. Um, I do remember us talking about, the first time we recorded this, uh, about the twists. They weren't very twisted. Like, they weren't good twists. They were crap. That's what I'm saying. They're stupid and bad. It's just lazy. It's lazy. Because there's one more, right? Or, well... Yes, there is one more. The money. Well, are you talking the money? I was thinking about the money. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because isn't there... Is there another twist between the brothers? Or is it just that he finds out? think that he finds out okay and then he kills him yeah (laughs) kills his own brother yeah he's a bad guy not cool no don't do that we have not by the way talked about their high-tech thieving skills where they just put tape on their fucking fingers to cover fingerprints oh my god that's right very annoying again lazy i think you can get palm prints can't you why wouldn't you just put fucking gloves on? Just put on gloves. Yeah, just why worst would, thieves ever. Why would you take the time to tape each fucking finger? Put a goddamn glove on. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> Fuck, you're stupid. Fuck. This is about the time where we get your filthy lust invited them in. <laughs> yeah. That's some good shit. Uh, great line. I mean, I just... That would be a great t-shirt that nobody would fucking understand because nobody saw this movie except you and me. Exactly. (laughs) Only two people that saw this movie. $24,000 worth of people saw this movie. That's like 10 people based on today's movie ticket prices. (laughs) Totally. Your filthy lust invited them in. (laughs) There is an earnestness, like a conviction of bad movie acting in that moment that is sublime. It's like you had to dig deep to be that bad. Right. You had to really try and it just ignore all those those instincts Only... that you were taught in school. <laughs> hey, remember what you learned in drama school? Forget, Forget that. It all. <laughs> Only a master like Nicholas fucking Cage could pull that line off the way he did. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Am I right? Bless him. Bless him. (laughs) He's given us so much, Chew. He's given us so much, and I'm still not mad at him. And you haven't even seen your teachable moment yet. Exactly. Oh, it's going to be good. All right, so 
the very end of this movie. First of all, the very end of this movie starts by Nicolas Cage essentially burning himself and his own daughter, right? Remember when they're... What are they tied up with? I don't know. Is it the zip ties? Maybe zip ties. Because I remember it being plasticky. Yeah. I remember plastic being involved, and he's taking a lighter to it, and I'm like, that's going to leave a mark. You are fucking your daughter's wrist up. Yeah. <laughs> it has just... But they're in... At this point, why have they even taken them to that separate shed outside? Did they hide there? Did they end up just running running around the property yeah, looking to get away and a, they just end up in the, the add-on, the remodel? There is a moment where they're – there's lots of running around. There's lots of, hey, I'm going to escape, and then that's when the security guards call, and that's when, oh, well, I'll just call back. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. Oh, we have to call you back. <laughs> I mean, I guess to the movie's credit, they did send one car eventually. And then but it, he got part himself of the shot in the was, head. Yeah, he just gets shot. Yeah. Because drug brother, murder pill brother knows him. He worked for the security company. That's how he got all of his information. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. This movie is fucking dumb. And boring and slutty. <laughs> but it isn't slutty. They just think it's slutty. That's, That's true. so weird. But they end up finding out that, that there's a shit ton of cash in the walls. This whole time. In the fucking walls. So it turns out Nicolas Cage was a rich man, poor man, rich man. Yes. That's good. Okay. And he still risked everybody's life. Right. To not tell where to not tell anybody where the money was. This was my overwhelming problem with this movie. This man was willing to have his wife and his daughter be murdered for cash. Yeah. Cold hard cash. Essentially. Yeah. Now maybe I don't mean to say he wanted them to die, not in that sense, but he's risking their lives. He is taking a huge gamble with his family's life, lives yeah, to try and keep this money. And even if he felt like he was willing to sacrifice his life for theirs, they could have, the robbers could have killed him and still nobody knows where the money is. It would have died with well, him. And if they're going to kill him, that's not a great outlook for wife and daughter. No. They're not going to let the two witnesses just go on their merry way. Well, maybe they will because Crazy Pants wants to wants get to with marry. Nicole. Yeah. yeah. True. Fucking Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn will probably go up to the daughter. Would you like to serve me? Serve me. Serve me. God, it was so weird. Get away from me, creepy guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah I... but you know what was the most offensive was that after all of that, Nicolas Cage just decides to burn the money himself. It doesn't make any fucking sense because Nicole Kidman had an opportunity at the end with all the fire. She could have just shot what's-his-face. Crazy pants. Murder pill? Murder pills. And... They could have put out the fire. They could have saved some of the cash. Anything else could have happened reasonably. And they're like, nah. Instead, no. they're all just hugging in the grass. Ah, the importance of family. What the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? No, you guys and are they poor. they burn everybody, right? Yeah. Except, doesn't the woman get away? She's locked in the car. Oh, she's locked in the car. Because yeah. at one point, the girl, oh, the daughter. Right. They were going to drive her back to the party because she knows where money is. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. So the girl comes home, convinces them that she should leave because she knows I where know to where find heavy money. cash is. Yeah. At, yeah. At the teenage boy's father's safe. And then she purposefully crashes the Teenage car. Boy's father's safe. That's a band name. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and then purposefully crashes the car and handcuffs the girl, the girl robber. Correct. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I had to think about that. Is that what happened? Yes, that's what happened. I think it's obvious to the listeners at this point that this, yes, this is our, obviously we've said this is our second recording, but did we rewatch the movie? Oh, Fuck hell no. no. Fuck no. <laughs> I sent you a text. I was to be clear, I'm not watching this movie again. <laughs> and I was like, you couldn't pay me to rewatch it. No. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we're, we're both officially declaring we're not recommending it. Oh, no. No, I can't. No. All right. What's the drinking game for this movie, Chew? Well, I know originally I said there is no fucking drinking game. <laughs> because nothing fucking happens. I don't remember that. That's great. Nothing fucking happens in this movie. But if I had a gun to my head and I was willing to negotiate terribly like they did in this movie. Like Nicolas Cage. Like Nick Cage. I would say anytime somebody had a fake phone call conversation in the movie. <laughs> Strangely. There are plenty of those. There's so many from the start to, to almost the end. There's these, right. you know, you're at these one-sided phone calls where you're talking to somebody on the other line, but it's just not done very well. It's like something I would do when I was seven playing with Barbies. Like there's not, you're not giving the fake person on the other line enough time to talk. So you're just like, <laughs> you're just talking the whole time. It doesn't make any sense. That's not how you do it. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. Mine is adjacent. It's it's near that one. I remember mine as being every time the thieves appear to be unprepared. Oh, yeah. For what they're doing or what is currently happening. Yeah, that's a good one because it's subjective. Yeah, you're going to get yeah. you're going to get some drinky drinky. <laughs> for that fucking so drinky drinky <laughs> <laughs> you'll get your drink on <laughs> right yeah all right well we can put we can put the pole in the field you know what i realized the other day mm -hmm. i haven't put a single pole in the field yet <laughs> just been... leave it in the comments you guys it's fine <laughs> i've been really lazy about putting poles out so we have to actually start doing that okay Because we could keep a tally, Chew. Yeah. At the end of every year, whoever's won the most drinking games, I don't know, the other person has to, what, buy him a gift, take him to dinner, something? Ooh. Notice I keep saying him. Take him to dinner. Yeah, I think that's that's <laughs> a little presumptuous, but okay. Okay. <laughs> Dinner. Something like that. We'll have yeah. some sort of prize. Dinner. Bottle of booze. Dinner. Very good, then. <laughs> <laughs> Chew likes the dinner. Again, I say dinner. Very good. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you have anything else for trespass? Can we be done with this, please? Fuck no, I don't have anything else. At the end of every segment, we kept saying, at the end of the first segment, I said two segments left. <laughs> one segment left. At the end of the segment, so I was like, we just got to get through one more. <laughs> uh, this was fun, though. Good times. Yeah, party. Fuck this movie. Don't You don't need to watch it. You, you just don't. Just listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Do not go and watch Trespass. Unless you hate yourself. <laughs> All right. For Lady Chew of Tua T Fitness, Shantz here. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. You'll be hearing us next time for another Nicolas Cage movie. Say goodbye, Chew. Goodbye. That was kind of sad. 
That was a goodbye from about halfway through Trespass. <laughs> totally. I'm going to stick with it. I think that I if think that's appropriate. you were watching Trespass and somebody, you know, if Chu, if little Chu left the house, I'll see you later. That would have been your response. Right. <sighs> goodbye. <laughs> All right. Good day to you, madam. Good day, sir. Sir. Nice. Oh. That's not going to happen again. (laughs) I shouldn't have said anything. (laughs) Yeah. It pleased me. (laughs) I got my sir, motherfuckers. (laughs) Goodbye again. Later. (laughs) Okay, I'm hanging up now. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Ah, Get out of here. Hang up. Okay, for real, bye.